It's Thursday night, and you know what that means. It's time to take wrestling to the max. This is your captain speaking. I am joined by El Jefe Moses Marquez. What a week. Yeah, what a week indeed. A lot of title changes, except for one. That should have really happened. We'll talk about Intrigued. Um, a, a jam-packed week with double dynamite. Um, double dynamite. To the point where I actually forgot it was back on Wednesday this week, so I watched it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you can't forget about what well it's like it's hard not for some but, reason yeah i only thought it was moving to saturday for one week so i watched it two weeks ago on saturday and i was like okay back on wednesday night nope nope still saturday so it was only like saturday for like three weeks but yeah no i get it total confusion goddamn nhl you fuckers um uh, yeah as much as it doesn't really bother me because i kind of stream it anyway because we don't get it live in the uk that it's moving there to cbs go. next year at least we're not gonna have this yeah, no, TBS isn't going to fucking bump it for nothing. I would actually, the only thing, and this is being a sports nerd, um, is like p- baseball playoffs. Sometimes they run on TBS, not all the time, but sometimes they run on TBS most of the time during the day. But heaven forbid there's a night game, I think, but that's probably like a one of those like one in a million kind of things. Right. But still, I'm putting it out there. Okay. Well, don't be surprised. You better not. That's all I'm saying. Don't you yeah, do don't it. Do it. Um, well, before we do get into this week's action, let's take a look at this week in history. It's this week in wrestling history. On October twenty second, two thousand. Kurt Angle won his first WWE Heavyweight Championship, defeating The Rock at No Mercy. A Mm -hmm. year later, on the same night, it was a big night for Team WWE on Raw as Kurt Angle defeated Rhino for the WCW US title and the unlikely team of Chris Jericho and The Rock defeated the Dudley Boys for the WWE Tag Team Championships. What a fucking team. What a team. Jericho and The Rock, uh... They they had a hate, love-hate relationship. They worked great as a team, but they hated each other. In, imagine. in character, anyway. Um, yeah. Also on October 22nd in 2018, Roman Reigns shocked the world by announcing his leukemia had returned and relinquished the Universal Championship. Um, that same night, his boys Ambrose and Rollins won the Raw Tag Team Championships before Ambrose also shocked the world, beating the hell out of his partner. Mm-hmm. That night was an emotional roller coaster. Oh yeah, um, it was. And it's such a great way for Ambrose to get heat. It worked perfectly too, the fucker. Yeah, you 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 got us. Um, October twenty third, two thousand five, TNA presented the very first Bound for Glory, culminating in Rhino defeating Jeff Jarrett to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Oh damn! Uh, Didn't know that. He also. Won two other matches that same night. He won the uh, gauntlet to win the title shot, and he also won a monstrous ball match. God damn! Crazy night for Rhino. Let's see, extra fucking extra pay for Rhino. Uh, God damn! Also, that was that was the match where Jeff did a swanton off the entrance thing over the stage f- f- onto abyss on the floor through a table. You crazy son bitch. <laughs> 
Um, October 25th, 2009, John Cena defeated Randy Orton in a 60-minute Ironman match to win his 8th WWE World title at Bragging Rights. Uh, yeah, I hate that pay-per-view. Yeah, I think it only lasted like three years. Mm, thank God. Uh, October 26, 2008, Batista defeated Chris Jericho for the World Heavyweight Championship at Cyber Sunday. And October 27, 2003, on Raw, Chris Jericho defeated Rob Van Dam to win the Intercontinental Championship before Rob Van Dam immediately defeated Jericho in a steel cage match to win the title back. Immediately. What a crazy night. Um, October 27, 2003, uh, sorry, 2013, at Hell in a Cell, Shawn Michaels shockingly cost Daniel Bryan the WWE Championship against Randy Orton. But this was before Saudi money, so nothing ever came of Sean's betrayal. That's right. <laughs> Just like Super That's Kick, cost him the title, nothing happened. Oh, what an asshole. <laughs> uh, what else we got? On this day, in 2018, WWE presented Evolution, the first ever all-women's pay-per-view. And all the, well, WWE's first ever, anyway. Although it was a record low buy rate... I honestly think the show was one of the best of the year. Factual. Uh, Trish and Lita made their return in a tag team match. Uh, Becky Lynch defeated Charlotte in a last woman standing match. Absolute classic. Uh, Ronda Rousey defended her Raw Women's title against Nikki Bella. And Shayna Baszler became the first ever two-time NXT Women's Champion, defeating Kyrie Sane and beginning her dominant 416-day reign. And now, well, I was about to say, and now look at her, but she's a lot better now. Yeah, she, she, she's on the path to redemption. Um, Slowly but surely. Yeah. You know what? They're probably going to reignite her rivalry with Becky Lynch now that they're both on Raw. Oh, no, wait, she hey, was on SmackDown? Yeah. Oh, oh, she can go after Charlotte. Yeah, beat her ass. If, if Charlotte sticks around long enough, jeez. <laughs> Over here okay. pulling a Bret Hart. <laughs> um, okay, really quickly, birthdays. Uh, October 21st, it was a 51st birthday for D'Lo Brown. On October 23rd, Carmella turned 34. Congratulations on the engagement, by the way. Um, October 24th, Braun Breaker turned 24. What the fuck? He's only 24, yeah. I keep forgetting. <laughs> like, he just graduated college. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What what did Chucky call him? The baby-faced gremlin? Yes. <laughs> um, October 25th, Perry Saturn turned 55, and Too Cold Scorpio turned 56, not to be confused with Scorpio Sky. Yeah, do not confuse. <laughs> like, shit, totally he looks good people. for 56. <laughs> right, goddamn. Um, like, no, not wrong guy. October 26th, CM Punk turned 43, Takamichinoku turned 48, and Kevin Sullivan turned 72. Um, on October 27th, Bobby Fish turned 42, and happy birthday today to Christy Hemi, who turned 41, and Rocky Romero is 39. Hey, Rocky! <laughs> Rocky Romero got a shout-out. That's my guy right there. All right, uh, so we had Rampage and Double Dynamite this week, a lot of AEW, um, and we got through the first round of the World Title Eliminated Tournament. Uh... Completely surprised us. Orange Cassidy got a win over Powerhouse. What the fuck? No, not surprised. I mean, we were like... Um, I totally expected it, but no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. We, TSK was like, well, maybe this guy should get a little bit of a push. I'm like, nah, it's, it's OC. I mean, we, we were looking but, at the brackets, I think it was last week, and we were like, Hobbs is the only heel in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I say that, and then last night on Dynamite, Mox just comes Wait. out and fucking kills Ten. Okay, this poor <laughs> son of a bitch. I mean, I like Ten. I do. Like, and he's out there, and I'm like, all right, cool. And then I've been like, real. I'm slowly because I hate that I don't watch Dark and all that stuff. It's my own fault. Yeah, I, mean, I don't I'm either. Just too busy working, and and it sucks because you miss a lot. Yeah. Okay. And this fucking dude is one. He's pretty good. Two, he's over, and I had no idea what his finisher was. This guy's over here using the goddamn master lock. And I'm like, well, first off, like, maybe if you were, like, the size of Hobbs, I could see you using the master lock, but, like, whatever. Like, so he's got the fucking full Nelson gimmick. And then I'm like, oh, wait, you're going against Mox. You are not going to put the fucking full Nelson on Mox. And then here comes Mox. He's pissed about just life, I think. I don't know what's going on. The newborn life is getting to him. I ain't getting no sleep. Renee ain't getting no sleep. Teddy's like, fucking Renee's giving him no ass. And I'm like, dude, fucking Mox with no morning sex. It's all bad, apparently. (laughs) He comes through through the fucking crowd. He's like running. He's like walking into the fucking uh, through the crowd. And he probably tells this kid, hey, kid, move. And the kid's like, oh, my God, it's John Moxley. And he fucking just rips the railing and hits it right in the nuts. And he's like, I told you to fucking move. Yeah, I noticed and that. Just, I was like, shit. It was like, dude, well, and then then on the other side, <laughs> when the fucking match is over, and he kicks it right in the dude's, like, <laughs> lap. I'm like, dude, can you relax? Can you stop fucking attacking the fans with guardrails? He's just, <laughs> bam. And I'm like, whoa, what the shit? It's, it's bad enough. You just brutalize a man in the ring. Now you're fucking brutalizing fans. But I still love this guy. Yeah, and like everybody's still trying to get close to him and take pictures and stuff. Stop doing like, that. This guy's probably going to kill me, but it's John Moxley. No, don't. You will <laughs> die. He is not fucking around. Titty Master ain't getting no titties. No. Um, it's it. That's the only match on the tournament that doesn't have a time on the on the on the list. All, all it says was pin. I don't know how long the match yeah, was. Fuck. I think it was like two minutes. <laughs> He beat the shit out of this dude. And then he, and then Mox gave him some offense. And then you can tell he visibly got mad that he didn't like the way he took something. And so he beat his ass for it. Like, he was like, like I gave you a clean shot. And then he's like, all right, get back into pro mode. And then just fucking, all right, I need to rip his mask open and beat and fucking his face. Which, by the way, he did almost nothing to the guy's fucking face for him to gig that bad. Yeah, like, like, on, you bro. could clearly see him, you know, protect himself when he got shoved into the ring post and everything. I, I don't know where he got busted open. Ring post, but whatever. That's my guess. I just, uh, it was one of those things where it was like, I would get it if, like, maybe he, like, you know, you know, forced your head to smash into the post or something. Or, like, you know, maybe even, like, uh, threw you head first into the step. Yeah. Like, don't take your back or whatever. Like, oh, you know, hey, my head. I don't know. He just looked at Mox and started bleeding. I'm exactly. It just, oh, nope, I might as well start. Here you go. There's my sacrificial blood for you. <laughs> I love AEW, but that's the one thing that I have noticed. Like, it's, but maybe call it also being a 30 year fan. Okay. That's, that's, well, almost 30 years being a fan. Okay. That's also the thing. I'm able to notice these things more. Some guys are fucking super obvious about doing it. Some are sneaky. And then I feel like some guys are gigging just to gig. And that's not, I don't hate it, but I mean, like, calm down. 
Yeah. Calm it down. You don't want no transfusion. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, well, that and I don't fucking need to see fucking blood in every single match. Like it, it makes sense if like it happened. I don't expect them all to be hard ways. You know what I mean? But if the spot made sense, I can see a gig. You know, but um, not all of them require it. Hell, I was just watching '96 for fuck's sake. I know, granted, it's fucking so many years difference. I know. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> but I was just watching goddamn '96, the fucking uh, Mankind and Taker. And this guy is fucking hitting him with a spike. And nobody bled. Mm. Nobody. I think it did that to this match, though. Because it was just like, yeah, Mox just came and left him in a bloody mess and left. There you go. Um, That's pretty much JR said. Um, The longest match in the tournament so far. Probably longer than the entire Queen's Crown tournament put together. Uh, (laughs) uh, B-Dry got a sub over Dustin Rhodes and damn... 14.45. 14.45. Damn good match, too. That ring psychology, baby. Yeah. Um, as Cody said in his promo, Dustin is just like bell to bell, a surefire Hall of Famer. Uh, probably better than him. God, when he said that, my brain started racking. I'm not even going to fucking lie, dude. I just started running down. I'm like, how many really good fucking Dustin matches have I seen? You know, and that includes Gold Dust. You know what I mean? Because Gold, you know, he worked really well as Gold Dust in a lot of situations. And I'm just like, do I think he's a hall? Do I think Dustin's a Hall of Famer? Fucking no questions asked. Absolutely, the guy wrestled in four fucking generations for fuck's sake. Um, but something, something about Cody, something about Cody is just a little bit better than Dustin. Just a little. I think there's just a little more electricity to Cody. The charisma. Yeah. Um, well, we'll get into Cody in a sec, too. Um, a little more to dad. And, of course, Eddie Kingston uh, got a win over Lance Archer. It, it, this was a tough one. Like They've both had kind of a bumpy road. Not many wins, mm-hmm. but... Uh, honestly, looking, looking at these brackets now, I wouldn't be surprised if... It was Mox and Kingston in the final if Kingston somehow managed to beat B-Dry. See, that's... Uh, that's what my... I didn't even look at the fact that B-Dry was in the thing at first, and I was like, they're totally going to do Mox and, and Kingston. It was literally the when I first seen the bracket, the first thing I said. I slowly realized that B-Dry's in this thing, and I'm like, are you guys really going to do... a? And I, and I hate to say it like this. I really don't, and I don't mean it in any kind of negative way when I say because most of the time when I say these three words, or these three letters, it's pretty negative. But this is a WWE match. But they want to give it to you in the way that you would want it. You know what I mean? It's it's TK's uh, what is it, warped vision, if you will. Hey, hey, Vince, you remember this match? This is how it should have been, you dickhead. <laughs> I feel like that's sometimes what he wants to do. And I feel like that's this is one of those instances but and and I don't, God, I, I don't. But see, that's the thing. I don't know how you can beat B Dry unless you get. I screwed. don't know if that. Yeah, but who's gonna screw him over? Uh, there's got to be somebody that has. Who's an issue got the him. balls to get kicked in the face multiple times to screw this guy over? That's the real question. Who's got the huevos for that? I can't think of nobody. And Shibata's just a grappling motherfucker, so it ain't Shibata. 
I mean, who's like Adam Cole got an issue with right now? Because really, it's just the Elite and the Dark Order who are fighting, and that's just because of Kenny and Adam Page. Yeah, well, they're yeah, they're still doing that. Uh, you know, I don't hate it. I don't know. Fucking shit. See, that's the thing. I don't know. I I feel like it's. Uh, I don't feel like it would be a negative on Kingston if he loses to to be dry. But then, like, and I and I, he's that's the thing. He's just too big of a fucking star, and it sucks. It does because Kingston's, you know, a, more or less an AEW. You know, I was gonna say original, but he is definitely an AEW guy. Oh yeah. So. Oh fucking hell. As far as yeah, this orange goes. Uh, I'm I'm dreading what Mox is gonna do to him after seeing what happened. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no, Rob said it immediately. He grabbed his microphone in a flurry and says, well, the last time we saw Orange, it was, it was nice knowing him. <laughs> I was like, yep, he tried. Uh, I was like, he ain't going to be able to try shit against Mox yeah, here at this point. He's not going to get a chance to try. Mm-mm. Just murderous, this fucking guy. Just going to be sunglasses over a bloody face. Jesus. He's going to need the sunglasses <laughs> to cover up all the fucking, the bold black eyes and the broken nose shit. Uh, and and this is on Rampage, by the way, these, these two semifinal matches. Which is bullshit, but it's not. I mean, you, you got to build your product. I get it, but it's like, damn, this could this should be on Dynamite. Yeah, they, they're but really trying to get eyes on Rampage. Uh, I, I mean, that's it. where Punk wrestles most of the time. Um, also... Um, a little tweet last night from Mr. Wyndham Rotunda just said two days. Which obviously is when his, his no-compete clause originally was set to expire. Mm-hmm. But it's also the night of Dynam- uh, Rampage. I'm not going to say he's going back to WWE because it's also the night of SmackDown, but nah. Oh my god, I, on, I, sh- I knew I shouldn't have did this. I've slowly been trying to get back into the wrestling communities on facebook and not not necessarily mainly communities but like following more of the bigger pages and did you get into a fight no no god no. okay I, I am not even like bothering these days i'm like you know what you guys are just fucking cheap yeah. and three of the five oh he's gonna show up on smackdown oh he's gonna show up on smackdown oh he's gonna show up on smackdown you're telling me that the fucking fiend fucker all of a sudden is like going to be no more and fucking and, and goddamn Wyndham Rotunda is going to show up on a WWE show. They won't even fucking they 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 don't know what Rotunda is in WWF. OK, their fucking dad was IRS unless this motherfucker comes in in a goddamn uh, suit and briefcase. <laughs> this window, the Wyndham Rotunda is not, I repeat, not showing up there. I don't want him to be in AEW, but I would much rather him be in AEW than than uh no I wasn't gonna say Impact I, I want him in Impact but then in uh than WWE he's done there it's over with get over it the fiend is no more your fiend now is whatever the fuck Alexa is congratulations yeah. that's what you get and and she's I mean, not even around right now oh well there you go see that's that shows you how much I find out. I mean, I like I said, I definitely if he shows up on uh, on Rampage, which 
I don't know how well that'll work, considering most times rampages are taped. But who knows? I mean, we we kept hearing that fucking goddamn um, Adam was it Adam Shafir? Is that how you say his real name? Sure. Yeah, just share. Whatever. Turn back fucking time for share. God, goddamn Braun, Braun Strowman, fucking ass. He's over here losing to goddamn um, professional fucking. Uh, what is it? Goddamn arm wrestling champions. It fucking the guy. I I wish I could find this video. I gotta show it to you. I don't. I, it's obviously like. Braun had no, he had no chance being in there. This guy literally was going to read a book as fucking Braun's trying to wrench his arm over and he's going like fucking centimeters. And then the guy's like, hey, check this out. Watch your arm go away. Bam. And I'm like, oh, that's what the fuck. And then Braun got all mad. Anyway, this fucking dork's supposed to show up on Impact. He didn't show up Bound for Glory. He didn't show up, uh, well, I think Impact's tonight, right? Impact tonight, yeah. Oh, well, then, And it's probably well, pre-taped like two months ago. Oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. Well, I don't know. Nah, they probably take it after Bound for Glory. Yeah, well, hopefully. I'm just saying, it's just, I think both of those guys would do better in Impact than they would in AEW. I'm not saying AEW is a a bad place for them. I'm not saying they wouldn't do well. I'm just saying they would do a hell of a lot better in Impact. There was that one year where they taped, like, two weeks of Impact like that was supposed to follow Bound for Glory, and they taped it like days before Bound for Glory was live. What the fuck? Why? What? What the fuck? So they had to have like no champions on the show, just in case you know people spoiled that they weren't champion anymore That's or whatever. That's so boring. It's so stupid. It's very stupid. That's also mad boring. Like you're gonna tell me that you're not gonna have a title match for like a month? You're a fucking <laughs> dweeb. Fucking dweeb. Ah, so Cody got some revenge on Malachi. Um, and then addressed the crowd on Wednesday Dynamite. With mm-hmm. and I'm surprised the internet hasn't already blown up with all the Triple H references. Um, <laughs> right? Was, there was quite a few. Oh yeah. Um, I had him hooked up for a Tiger Driver, and I, I, I was gonna hit another move. Right. Oh yeah, we fucking <laughs> just spell it out there, player. Come on. And then it was just like I I could have just won and then gone after the world title and defied my executive power. To, whoa. Just just you may as well say his name at this point, Cody. Mm-hmm. Um He's in a really tough situation because like half the crowd were clapping what he was saying, the rest of them was just like, nah, we just wanna boo you. Which is fine, and that's why he kept saying he's all you can boo me, cheer me, whatever. I just this is he is such a damn good promo. Mm-hmm. That is the one thing that I think his, uh, it has slowly been, I guess, underrated or I guess un- underappreciated in the last like three years is his promo ability. Now he has his random ones where you know where he's building up his fight, but just to go out there and just fucking spew. Uh, basically uh, a giant middle finger about like, oh, I can totally be Triple H, but I'm not going to be. Yeah. Is is, is fucking fantastic. Um, deep down, I kind of want him to fucking be like, you know what? I'm fucking EVP. Suck my dick. I'm fucking going for the world title. <laughs> like, I, it would, it would be the funniest. 
I say funniest like heel move ever because it's like you knew he would do this. Like that's like the first heel thing you would do is say like I'm gonna fucking change my mind. Yeah, and also yeah. as they're booing him, he just literally says I'm not gonna turn, and they boo him more. Oh yeah, what the fuck did Rob <laughs> call him? Fucking uh, he's oh yeah Corey Cena. I'm like no, nah, I don't like that. I'm like uh, fucking Super Corey. That sounds I, way better. I I got Luke Skywalker returning the Jedi vibes from him. Just like I will not turn. I will not turn. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. And the crowd is literally Palpatine, just laughing at him. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll, we'll we'll make you turn, motherfucker. You just wait. Um, I mean, I, I love, like you said, his pro mobility is amazing. I love it when he references his family and everything, and mm-hmm. just the huge respect for Double A. Um, just like, and to you, sir, sir. Yeah, you better call him sir. Fucking shoot you. Right, I'm about to say. And pull out his Glock on that's you. What, but that's the thing. That's, that's also the other fun thing that we were cracking jokes about in the fucking TSK. It was like, you know, goddamn Cody's always got to hug him, like, you know, on the shoulders. Because you, if you get him on the waist, you're going to feel the Glock. And, and you know you're in trouble. <laughs> Carrying it around in them goddamn track pants. Oh, and as, as far as Saturday goes, I don't care how old he is, I will always pop for a double A spine buster. Oh, yeah, all day long. Are you kidding me? still so fucking smooth he's oh my god i hope he like fucking just goes into the nightmare factory all right everybody 15 spine busters you're gonna do it right oh yeah nightmare factory it's spine buster day in walks Aaron anderson oh shit oh, shit <laughs> they better be crisp <laughs> oh fuck we're screwed let me just put my glock on the side before i get in the ring I'm, oh, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna stop polishing this now so you guys can stop being intimidated Oh, I love him. Um, but clearly, um, Malachi is not done with Cody yet, and now we're throwing Andrade and Pac into the mix. Um, Fine oh, with me. How fucking stiff is Pac's kicks? I, hmm. This guy needs to, him too. Slow down. Slow down. Fucking Andrade took four kicks, and he was like, dude, why? What did I do to you, man? <laughs> like, what? Like, he's like, we both barely speak English. I thought we were hombres. <laughs> Like, what the fuck, bro? But, hey, I mean, I haven't heard nobody complain about these guys being stiff. But, yeah, all of all these dudes are stiff. Everybody's stiff. Like, can we slow down? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I get like, you know, hey, we're going to lay a couple shots in every match. So that way you feel like, oh, we're really beating ass in there. But some of these shots, some of these guys are landing in. And that's just a sign from Moxley's, you know, fucking murder, for God's sakes. It's like, dude, comate. Comate. Tranquilo. Exactly. Goddamn CM Pants out there, too. Well, at least he's not, like, stiffing nobody. Nah, Punk. Ethan. Eh, I think he's being Ethan pretty Cage, safe. Though. Yeah, Punk's we, safe. We've yet to see an explosive, like, Punk performance. He's he's playing it really safe. Uh, I think he's trying to get his, uh, his bearings broken a little more. Yeah. Which brings me to the question, like, we had Punk and Fish, um, also I love JR's reference, it's both their birthdays this week, who gets the ice cream? Um, that was great. <laughs> the finish, though, has been in question, like, did Fish kick out after the free to make, to, like, sell how lucky Punk was to get the free, or was he going off script? I think he was trying to go off script and be like, dude, I can't lose three straight. <laughs> Cause that was honestly another thing that we, that I think it was, uh, Teddy had brought up. He's just like, why did he do that? 
Yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't know. Like Punk looks straight at the ref too. Like kind of like, what the fuck just happened? And then that was when Rob was like, oh, he totally went into business for himself. And I'm like, is it because this is his third straight loss? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, who? F-? Like, we get it, bro. Like, you don't want to be, oh, I'm just a mid-card guy. But I hate to break it to you, brother. You are. In, in, in this company right now, there's way too many fucking stars. Way too many stars. And I don't mean that negatively because they're actually lear- they've learned how to use them in wise manners. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, granted, they have like eight guys that could be world champion today and nobody would bitch. Now, I don't hate that. It feels a lot like uh, like 2002 WWE. But, I mean, it, 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 they're making it work. But just because you want yourself to be a name because people recognize you doesn't mean that you need to be in that echelon along with them. We need good workers. And you're a really good one, so shut the fuck up and stop being an asshole. I think a problem and with, like don't kick out. I think a problem with Fish too is like he's a great wrestler, but he's always kind of known as a tag team wrestler. Like mm-hmm. everybody knows him from Red Dragon, and he's he's using the Red Dragon music now. Yeah, exactly. I was like, dude, if you really thought that you wanted to, to uh, was it um, just was it uh, separate yourself? This is not the way, pal. This is not the way. No, don't get me wrong. That music is is has its uh, has a lineage behind it. It does get, garner a pop every time you hear it. So I get why he uses it. But again, if you want to be somebody different, you want to be taken different. If you want to seen differently, then you need to then be different. You need to step away from all of it and become somebody different. Uh-huh. And do some bicep curls. Stop trying to show off your arms and your back is like three <laughs> times the size of the rest of your body. Plus, I mean, how many injuries has he had when he was in NXT? Oh, my God. I really, I think the guy was injured, I want to say, three, four different times in a year. Yeah. And I'm like, how is that? Ha-? I mean, it, I, I, you can't really say how does that happen. They're literally bumping on fucking wood. But I mean, like, how, like, unsafe are these guys? Like, uh, or just how beat up are you? You know what I mean? That's the real question. Should you be doing this some more? But it, uh, yeah, like, he hasn't gotten hurt yet. They may, they may be thinking, is it worth investing like serious time and storylines into Bobby Fish if he's just going to get injured? I think that's the reality. And TK knows that, and that's the that's the craziest thing. That's the craziest thing is is Tony Khan understands these kinds of things, and the best thing is. This is the first time he's ever ran a fucking wrestling company. Yeah. So the, guess what? He hasn't been fucking, you know, brainwashed with success of the eight or the nineties and the this days and the those days and the that days and the crap days and the whatever. He is a he goes off of gut feeling. He listens to the fans and he books for what he feels is a good story. Mm-hmm. Guess what, Bob Fish? You is not the guy. That's going to be a feel-good story. You're going to be a guy that's going to put on a good match to help elevate somebody. Right. And But don't... It happens. I, I got to wonder as well, and I think I'm seeing a, a few people start to wonder this, like who's going to be the first person to beat Punk in AEW? Ooh. Ooh. That's a good question. Hangman? No. <laughs> Hangman? See, I don't know if it should be a heel 
or a young rising stud? That's why I say hangman. God, I really can't think. It's like I'm my I'm like asking my brain this question, and like every time, like I get like a floating answer, hangman, and I'm like, but why? But why hangman? Yeah, Darby Allen would have been great, but the problem is he was his first match in the company, and he was he was never yeah. gonna lose. Yeah. Fuck. Jungle Boy. Oh. I mean, that's a good one. I actually like that, that would one actually more. Be a bit of a shocker. Like as over as Jungle Boy is, he's still an underdog. Yeah. And you go in there and you beat Punk. Man, what that, 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 what does that do to your name? I mean, and his name's already big. Oh, he's going home and celebrating with Anna. Oh, like a bastard! Use what? But God, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be one of the younger guys. I could, I could definitely see like MJF. Yeah, I could def. Oh, oh my God! Ooh, see, this is this is why this is good. This is why this is good stuff right here. Because again, either one of those three. So okay, so let me paint the picture really quick. So Hangman is a good reason why, like that would be just a good way, a good title defense. You know, CM Punk gets a shot at the belt after Hangman wins it, and he loses. Holy shit! You know, he got to that point. Hangman is just that strong. He beat fucking CM Pants. I have to do it. This fucking tights <laughs> killed me. No. <laughs> and so there's so there's that one with Hangman. Then you got Jungle Boy. And that's Jungle Boy's way of building his rank on his way to a title shot, which is just like what like you're coming off of a high, you know what I mean? Like, oh, say CM Punk's the number one wrestler, and then they're you know wrestling for number one contendership. Bam, Jungle Boy wins. He's now extremely over with a rocket up his ass and the whole nine going towards the world title. It just writes it fucking self. And then MJF, it's the same thing. Same story with like like him and Jungie, but then you have the dastardly heel beating the you know the returning babyface, the quote unquote wrestling uh, icon guy that we have to have, blah blah blah, and now that elevates the young guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think, is there any other dude? <sighs> Cody as a no. heel would piss people off. Oh, but see, he's got to be a heel, though. Yeah, and he's not going to turn. That would be like... But again, so then there you go. uh, Heel Cody, EVP powers, going for the world title. I have to bypass Punk. It all... World title and Punk, unfortunately, have to go mesh and mesh for a little bit until he loses it. Or not lose until he, like, fails his first chance. He should not ever win his first opportunity at the world title. CM Punk. Right. Brian? Or uh, B-Dry? Sure. He can win it on his first try. That that it makes perfect sense. Punk, no. Punk needs to lose because you play the I've been out of the game for so long. And then you re-elevate. Right. Daniel Bryan had a couple of sorry, Brian Danielson had a couple of months Maybe. off. Uh, Punk had seven years. Mm-hmm. Big difference. Giant difference. Ring rust, baby. Yeah, and I don't want to say we're seeing a little bit of ring rust, but he still hasn't quite found himself again yet you can de- yeah you can definitely tell that he's he's uh he gets blown up still which you know what dude 
in this industry, it's hard not to, okay? This is coming from an amateur wrestler where I did not have to go for 15, 20 minutes, okay? I went for five or six, sometimes 10 at the most. This shit's fucking hard, okay? So when you're off for seven years, and yes, MMA training is fantastic, but again, the cardio is nothing like professional wrestling. He gets blown up. It's a little visible. Um, his moves aren't that sloppy. I feel like he's just not used to hitting them on a different variety of people. And, you know, with practice comes, you know, perfect, if you will. Oh, yeah. WWE so, rehearsed the shit out of stuff. Exactly. So it's going to take some time for the moves to look a little bit more flush. But I'm just more on the whole him getting blown up thing. It just gets so obvious that I'm like, dude, you're dying in there. I mean, he's also, what did I say, what he turned this week? Uh, 43. 43? 43, now seven years. And for a straight-edge guy, he looks every bit of 43. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, being straight-edge don't exactly make you look any younger. Yeah, that, that, so, that gray don't help. No, no, it don't. Um, and finally, from the AEW side of things, we men- just mentioned MJF. Um... Brutal, brutal attack on Sting on on Saturday. Screaming mm. promo from MJF to the point where I thought his head was going to pop off. Uh, and then we just get so good. the return side last night as the Invisible Man, Darby yeah. Allen just showed up in the crowd. I love the costume. First off, yeah, I'm with you. Excellent costume. Second off, Darby had like three costumes, okay? So he was like in the crowd as the Invisible Man, okay? And then he, he he's beating up, uh, was it Wardlow or whatever? And then as he's standing there after the mask is off and this freaking in this coat, I'm like, you know what? You're Inspector Gadget now. Bam! There's costume <laughs> number two. And then I I swear to God, like half of his face paint was uh, Jack Skellington. I, I'm I'm I could be an absolute idiot and not know what the hell I'm talking about. So, but I was like, that that skeleton looks awfully familiar, and it's not his normal face paint. I also kind of think like it was very convenient that MJF went to that corner of the crowd. Like he should have been there for a, a few seconds, and then Darby made his, made his way over. Like he was just stood there waiting for him. Right, and nope, he's just like I'm the Invisible Man, motherfucker. Great, love it though. But yeah, great, great reaction either way. Um, and now I think it's official for All Out. Darby Allen, MJF. Hmm. Hell, I'll I'll even take Sting and freaking Wardlow. Oh, I'm down. <laughs> I mean, for the fucking looks of it, Sting's willing to go against everybody and can and will, and it's like, okay, yeah, th- this is what nuts. in the fuck. And like, and I remember like last year when we were like, oh, this guy's gonna wrestle in a whole body suit. Oh, this fucking guy, and now he's like, nope, I don't give a fuck. I'll take a bump on a ramp, bitch. How about that? Yeah, it was like five years ago, I'm we were sorry, like, Sting Mr. can't Stinger. wrestle anymore. Bullshit. <laughs> Bitch, what? Right? He's <laughs> I'm 52. I'll whip you. Or he's 56. I'll whip your ass right now, sonny. Yeah, Sting don't even need a Glock. No. No, he's just, he's got the Baseball everything. Oi. Because I'm sick of standing up the side of going south. I'm sick of never being able to cross the line. I'm sick of just standing everything.
They say, don't bite the hand that feeds you. They say, don't trust a snake. Animals are unpredictable. They're wrong. You know what an animal is gonna do. When you're trying to feed a snake, it's gonna try to bite you. Humans, that's different. It's humans that are unpredictable. So be careful who you trust, because there's no justice in this world. Match Wrestling presents Promo Series 6, Justice Day, November 18th. Go to matchwrestling.net slash promo series 6 for more information. away from our next special event promo series 6 Justice Day it's the night where the knowledge championship is on the line in the traditional winner stays on gauntlet as the phoenix has to potentially uh, defend against Moses, Chad Malcolm and Travis Walker Anderson speaking of Chad and Moses they square off for the first time for the match wrestling world championship as Moses looks to become a grand slam champ um, and I don't know, I mean, there was, there was seeds drop. Is it going to be a promo exhibition now, or is it just trivia? He, he, he wants the smoke, so the smoke's coming his way. So he's got a couple of weeks to figure out how to, how to beat the promo in the game. Let's not, let's not sugarcoat this no way. He's got to come at, he's got to come at the man, okay? This is not an easy task. Hell, I'm, this ain't gonna be easy for me. This is an unknown opponent, but that's the that is the glorious beauty of these fucking promo battles. So this is something that is definitely gonna be talked about. Uh, we we I don't know what the fuck's gonna go down. I don't know what he's gonna bring to the table. I'm gonna bring my A game. So I just um, I do know that I gotta make a phone call. That's all I know for sure. Right, well, uh, just to save everybody's confusion, of course, there's no voting or anything in promos anymore. We don't we do not do, like, competitive promos, so if they're doing a promo bout, it's going to be a predetermined victory, and I don't know who the hell's going to win myself, so I'm excited. Um, also, speaking of uh, promo exhibitions, Robert Davis rides off into the sunset, but not before one last promo exhibition with the shape. First and last time ever. And on the pre-launch show on November 16th, Jared Malcolm, Moses Marquez, The Phoenix, and Travis Anderson enter the first ever Ring of Games to become the first Max Wrestling Television Champion. It all goes down November 16th and 18th for the MaxWrestling.net slash promo series 6 for more information. Mm, see, that's the other thing too, boy. I can't wait for that television title because that's, I, like I said, I, I said it last week, if I get, if I win that motherfucker... Every week I'm cutting a promo. Every week, yeah, the entertainment factor is there. He's not, he's not settling for uh, every month. It's every week. Every week. <laughs> Got to keep the promo game sharp, baby, sharp. All right. Now, um, I watched NXT 2.0 this week. First time since the first episode of 2.0 that I've watched um, an entire episode. First of all, we kick off with the Stairway to Hell match, the ladder match, and holy shit, how how are these women still walking? Especially Io. 
dude, she's throwing herself everywhere and bumping off of this ladder and bumping off of that ladder. There was that one where, and I fucking WWE, you guys suck for this one. They like post one where she like bumps off a ladder like three different ways. Yeah. She like gets the ladder pushed and that thing fucking, when it bounces off the rope, she she fucking bumps off of that. Then she fucking bumps off the ropes and then bumps on the fucking like ladder. And I'm like, God damn. Like, did you have to show her dying? <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm all right. I'm going to be good. Like, no, no, the fuck you're not. But whatever. Like, hey, it, it it's her body. Yeah, I'm not going to tell her what to do. That was like a full-on video game bump. Yeah, it was, it was gnarly. Uh, but, I mean, other than that, the match was fine. I don't want to, like, really, like, praise it too much. I didn't hate it. It just botchamania, though. A lot of botches, but again, you got a lot of women working with, you know, metal fucking ladders. I'd be fucking botchy too. I don't know, want to bump on this goddamn thing. Yeah, a lot of matches tend to be botchy. Um, more, more because of the, the pacing, I think. Like everybody yeah. wants to get. There's so many spots you want to get in, and everybody wants to get their spots in. Yeah, time restraints too. Um, so. <laughs> Like I said, first time really watching NXT 2.0 since the first episode. Uh, and who the hell is Grayson Waller? This motherfucker, you asking the wrong dude. What the hell if I know? Dude, dude just comes on. He's on. I, he's one of the many motherfuckers on the list for Geek of the Week. There's, the fucking list is full, boy. Oh, I'm expecting him to be. He, he just shows up dressed as Dracula like I'm going to save the show. I'm like, motherfucker, who are you? And a shitty Dracula at that, I tell you what. And then... Wouldn't even, like, cool look. Yeah, and then we got Joe Snowflake. Oh, my God. Uh, he... Fucking Teddy. My man, Teddy P. Love you, Teddy P. I know you're listening. He fucking ripped me a new one about this Joe Gacy fucker, okay? And he's a, you know, oh, fucking Bray Wyatt stole his gimmick from him, and that's how he became the cult leader and the... I, 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 I don't care. I don't care. All right. Maybe I'll go backtrack and do some work on Gacy, but I, I'll tell you this. I'm just not interested. They're just not interested. It just does not. It does not rub me in a good way. I don't like him wrestling in a pantsuit or in a fucking suit. Okay. Um, I don't like that. He's a, he's a weird cult leader. And the only follower he has is the, is fucking Harley. Or what, what the motherfucking name is? Oh, not Brock. Not Brock. I'll take that. And and it's don't like it. Maybe I'll get over it, but it ain't gonna be today. Probably ain't gonna be tomorrow. Yeah, he he's just like Joseph P. Ryan and Stevie Richards had a baby. That's <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> oh wow, creepy little bastard. He really is though. Um, really is. I think biggest like pop for me of the night, like Mandy. How far has she come? <sighs> Damn, she fucking hell fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ, she came out in that ring outfit, boy, and said, "You know what? This fucking show about to get X-rated. I'm about to get." And I was playing, but she's uh, just a piece. I tell you what, but no, um, I did not expect her to win. 
by no means. Um, I, I was like, okay, I actually put on a pretty all right match. I, I, I will admit me looking at Raquel as a face is one of the hardest fucking things I got to do. That was, that was hard to just, you know, uh, was it uh, extend my disbelief? Yeah. It was, it, she does not fit the face role by no means. Yeah. No means. I, but hey, it, I struggle too. And like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm, Dakota Kai I'm shows up after the match as the Grim Reaper smashes her in the back with a shovel, costs her the title. I'm popping for Dakota. Oh, I was just gonna say, I was like, hell yeah, about time you get your fucking revenge. Fuck that bitch. I'm about to, I do love, got, well, I do love hate TikTok though, because the second I seen the whole shot, my goddamn got TikTok sounds went off in my head. Is that the Grim Reaper? <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> Uh, I better see that shit on TikTok later. I swear to God, if I'm making it. Yeah. I think what made Mandy's win bigger was obviously the fact that um, JC and Gigi had already won the tag team titles. So like, Which is great. Yeah. I fucking love stables with all the gold. It's such a great image. It is. And it helps build them. It, like Especially since they're so new and fresh. Push the fuck out of it. This I like. Yeah. Great. I mean, honestly, like I said, I haven't been watching NXT 2.0, but every week I see something about Toxic Attraction. They've, like, taken over the brand. Mm-hmm. And most of the time it's been, been promos, especially the last few weeks that I've been, like, trying to get on back onto it my darn self. And, and, and you know what? For promos, we were shitting on Mandy in the main. She's not – she found that edge. She's got better. Yeah. Now, is she great? No. Can I listen to her all day? No, I'll look at her all day, but I can't <laughs> listen to her all day. You know, that's that's fucking Keto's problem. That's not my problem. But uh, she's much improved. God bless her for it. I'm so, I'm uh, so happy because, I mean, she she has the ability to be a big star. And right now, she's she's officially on that path, especially with the NXT Women's Championship around her waist. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah, the future's bright for Toxic Attraction. And hell. As it should be. We we used to say some very unnice things about Gigi, a.k.a. Priscilla Kelly, but uh, she's won us over. Completely. I was just going to say. Right? We would were, we were talk some shit on air, boy. But hey, again, redemption is, 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 is way to shut us up. Yeah. Pr- get out there and prove yourself. You don't need to be shoving no tampons in anybody's mouth. No, don't stop it. Don't you dare. Uh, also, Imperium, NSK, stunning, stunning match. Ooh. Banger, though. Um, I actually, I actually, it, this is a tricky one, though, because I did actually see somebody say this week that the MSK are better than the Young Bucks. I don't know if I'd go that far. Uh, no. They are, they are, I don't want to say they're just as entertaining, but they're definitely on that level. They're very, very, very good. Like I really, really, really like MSK. They're fucking damn good. They were probably one of the only teams that I gave a shit about while they were in Impact. I really liked them, mainly because, again, I'm a PWG guy, and I know them from PWG. So when I see them, it's just fucking great stuff. And then I had said last week, I have no idea why the fuck these guys are heels. I found out why they're they're not heels. They're just being booed, and I fucking found out why. Okay. It, I fucking blame Izzy. 
that little son of a gun, you, that Izzy, the the yeah, fucking yeah. what is it, uh, the Bailey girl? Yeah. What did she do? Her fucking, her no, it's her parents. I guess they had a, a an awkward interaction with them in an independent show, and now every time they see him in NXT, they boo him, and all the people around them say, "Oh, because I want to be cool with Izzy's parents, we're all gonna boo him." And now because of them, that's why they get booed. Right. Okay. I'm like, are you fucking – because that's because you have the same 350 people in your crowd every week. Yeah. They, they're, all, they're all like, locals. Yeah, fucking local fucking drinkers with the Kool-Aid. Oh, Vince can, fucking Vince hanging out with Joe Gacy, these motherfuckers. <laughs> um, well, I mean, speaking of, like – stables with all the gold even though they're on different companies like so we got msk nxt tag team champions also now um uh trey is x division champion mm-hmm. so i mean technically the radic the i went to call them the radicals again the rascals are uh rascals, are all they. champions right now keep it that way love it it's good shit damn good shit um and then main events, actually, not good shit. Took me by surprise. Actually, I was just thinking, ah, they're just gonna give it to Breaker, but Champa still like holding down the fort. No, stupid, <laughs> stupid. Why would you do this? Why would you build the shit out of this man, and he couldn't even get like a fuckery win, like? Continue to let Braun be strong because guess what? I'm a guy that was as high on him as can be. You're talking to a fucking Steiner fan here, okay? Um, I love what his uncle did. I love what his I especially love what his dad did, okay? That's a shoot. You're fucked him. You've fucked him. I can't I I don't care about this, oh well they build him well and the in one match. You took a guy that should be your your NXT champion, a guy that should be a main eventer, and you booted him down one and said, "Congratulations! At best, you're going to be an upper class main, upper class fucking worker. Smell you later. You're not championship material. You fucked this kid over because he's what 24, or yeah. because you absolutely don't want to change. You fucking changed every goddamn motherfucking title." To somebody new and fresh, but you're gonna hang on to the to the one piece of old NXT that you got left. Why? Just change it. It's not that hard. I mean, you could have even like Champa's lost before. This isn't like that big of a deal. Like I don't get it. Like beating Champa. Wouldn't have been like, oh my god, the fucking, you know, Frazier went down. Like, no, this isn't that big of a deal. Him losing would have been, okay, well, it was a little foreshadowing, but we understand why. You want a revamp. You ain't revamping shit if you remain with Ciampa as your champion. He, and I and I love Tommaso Ciampa. It's not like I mean it, and this is not meant in a negative manner as far as me saying he's remaining champion is, is bad. He's just, he reeks of the original NXT. 
He reeks of the NXT that had to compete with AEW. He is the last remaining piece of that quote-unquote great brand that you guys had. In no way should he be the face of your NXT 2.0. You might as well make it 1.5 because we don't want to go all the way to 2 yet. Like I'm, and I make it a joke, and I'm glad it's funny because, but it's the <laughs> truth. It's the truth. You literally changed every motherfucking title you had to new, fresh people, but you said no to this one, and there's no real reason why, other than we cannot fully let go. So NXT 1.5 for the rest of the life. All right. Mm. I mean, no, I liked the match. I will not shit on the match. I'm not going to shit on the work. I just don't like the decision. There's just you. When you want change, you start at the top and then you go with everybody else. But you guys went and everybody else and then said, nah. Remember this guy when he used to fucking hang out with, uh, with Timothy Thatcher? That was fucking the old NXT. Yeah, but you remember, don't you? I don't want to remember. I want to enjoy the new shit. Fuck your new shit. Maybe, Except for Odyssey Jones. I like that guy a lot. Maybe that's why I'm kind of glad he won. Because I'm, I'm just like, fuck the new shit. I don't... But I'm trying to like the new thing. I'm trying to get with the new thing. Don't hey. go changing if you're not going to commit. Yeah, yeah, I say that. And I did actually enjoy Halloween Havoc. But maybe that's just because it was like a takeover. It definitely was like a takeover. <clears throat> definitely like a takeover um so <laughs> I, d- I did laugh my ass off at chucky's dig at the steiners though comes <laughs> on during the entrances of the match goes well let's hope that being a loser doesn't run in the family oh fuck that <laughs> i really should have hated chucky's but i i, I love chucky who am i kidding Right, he's good stuff. And then I've actually heard that that show they did is actually kind of good. I am. Um, I we. It's not airing in the UK, so I'm going to wait for the whole thing to show and then just find the whole series. Atta boy. Um, but yeah, the best sci-fi. Sort your shit out. We we've got a sci-fi in the UK, but Chucky isn't showing on it for some stupid reason. What? Goddamn bastards! Me. Pick up the pace, man. We don't get Dynamite Live. We don't get Chucky. What mm. the fuck is this shit? What? That son of a bitch. We didn't get the network for six months. <laughs> and nobody gave a shit. I'm just kidding. I mean, you do now. You got like, that peacock shit. Oh, God. This thing sucks. Eh, it's not too bad. I'm just kidding. It took peacock for people to appreciate the WWE network. The funniest thing is, is like my wife, and this is like totally randomly off topic, but this is my wife was like, oh, I wanted to watch a movie. When did we buy peacock? And what the hell is peacock? And I'm like, oh, it's the new WWE network. She's like, well, why do they have regular movies on it? I'm like, because they're on Peacock. Well, why'd you call it the WWE Network? I'm going to go to the room now. <laughs> I just, like, gave up. I'm like, I am not about to start an argument. This is going to be an argument. I quit now. It's uh, uh, but... <laughs> it's a subsection <laughs> to Peacock. Yeah. That's when she figured, she's like, oh. And I was like, she's like, but they show everything live on here? I was like, yeah, not everything, but like, they, it's where they do all the pay-per-views quote-unquote and she's like oh okay it's watch all of her whatever it's like how marvel is marvel but it's also disney 
Nah, I kind of still hate that, but yeah, I get you. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, so a couple of things on uh, NWA. They had an all-female empower this week. Um, nice. Molina became number one contender um, to face Camille. Camille just molly whopped Tootie Lynn. Uh, Not surprising. <laughs> she, I mean, she is a brick ass. Right. Uh, and we also had Mickey James and Kiara Hogan. And again, Mickey James had to win. So she. I'm really salty with Mickey James right now. So she's got two wins over two promising young talents in the same week that she shouldn't have got. Neither one of them. I'm. Uh, I don't know about the NWA one. Um, I kind of it's whatever on that one. I mean, in, in that instance, you kind of need Mickey to help the brand a little bit. Well, that, I mean, you do and you don't. It, that's what the fucking double-edged sword term always loves to pop into my head. That one still kind of makes but sense. For yeah. Im, but for Impact, why? Why, 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 why? Why? That made no sense. None. You were fucking building this ultimate thing of Deanna and Britt Baker or fucking like Deanna and like Deanna against the motherfucking world is what they were building. Okay. I'm not, even, you know, I'm not even going to like make it sound anything different because that's exactly what they were building. Deanna versus the motherfucking world. And you screwed it. Why? I now, now I hope this is their way of saying, great. Now, now we can allow you to go on AEW or vice versa and do a program because if you lose, it doesn't matter. But again, it's—I don't know. I really—I just this it. one I didn't get. Now, Deanna's had an amazing eighteen months. She's beat literally every fucking buddy, and the person she drops it to is Mickey James in her forties. Mm-hmm. Randomly coming back, Mickey James. I'm here to plug NWA, Mickey James. Mm. I'm here to put like all the women over, Mickey James. That, you think that, that, all of that. It's like, I would get it if it was like, any, I'd fuck anybody else. Like, I don't, like, you could literally make an argument for almost any other woman on that roster, except for, no, you, you make an argument for everybody. But Mickey is... Again, this is a, and I, I hate that this has become like a folder to put shit in, mm-hmm. but this is a WWE move. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. It's it's uh, one million percent. And I like They Mickey have James. made it the norm. I know. It's hard not to. But this wasn't it. But it's it. like, no. I mean, when you really like somebody and then you know that they got booked into a fucking corner, it's like, uh, now you look bad in association. And it sucks. Poor, poor Mickey. Yeah, poor Mickey, poor Deanna. I, it should be more poor Deanna. Well, like I said, I hope this just opens doors for her now. Like, let her go against the world, man. Seriously. Yeah. I need to see her and Serena Deeb. I need to see her. Uh, I think we already seen her. Her and Thunder Rosa was good. Wouldn't mind seeing that again. Uh, her and Britt Baker, I need to see. Who's another fucking good woman uh, wrestler that's out there? Uh, Sheeta. Ooh. 
See, yeah, just start naming the AEW names. Her and Sheeta would be great. Her and um, uh, what the what the fuck's her name? Uh, fucking Statlander. That would oh, her and Statlander would be damn good. Yeah, a couple hoss ladies. We could even have Deanna and um, Camille. Ooh, see, I'm not a giant fan of Camille, but every time I I, I get an image of her and somebody else, it's it's uh, what's the term? What's a good wrestling term? It's like main event. Like it just it it fits nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because she's it, it, she's not the greatest worker, but she's she's got that stature of I am a real women's champion. Blah 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 blah. Oh. Even though it's NWA. Yeah, and you wouldn't fuck with her. No, I'm well. I'm. You know what? She's she's hot, but she'd also probably kick my ass and then <laughs> bench press me and then throw me out. Uh, I ain't about the abuse. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we got a NWA pay-per-view coming up, I think. Let me double check the date. Please. So, uh, I say coming up, it's actually in the past. It, uh, it was weird because it wasn't live. So it was, it was shot on the 24th and it aired on Fight TV last night. Mm. Uh, that was by any means necessary. Uh, Hard Times 2 is coming up though. Um, I'm not sure if there's any matches scheduled for that yet. <coughs> That's on December. They 4th. have it set up, but they haven't fully set it up with matches yet. No match card. Well, I mean, maybe by any means necessary was like you know, like like how Impact do with an Impact special. Um, but I think this mm-hmm. is an actual pay per view. Um, so we well obviously we have Camille and Melina now because Melina won the number one contendership match. We also have Tyrus defending the television championship against Sion. Those are the two matches so far. Tyrus. This motherfucker boy. Yeah, his name is Tyrus. Such a terrible <laughs> name. Um, okay. So, yeah. I, I try to keep people in the loop on NWA because, like, I've got a void in my wrestling life now by... Not really paying attention to Raw and SmackDown and NWA is kind of left in the dark. Not quite as much as Ring of Honor, though. Oh, sure. I hope ho- we strap yourselves in, kids. You, maybe you're about to see a company actually fold. I don't know about all that. I don't know what's going on. Um, I I'm I should I fucking should have listened to to Uncle Dave this morning. Uh, before I got on here, I didn't. Uh, they just posted another episode. Hopefully, it talks more in detail, so I could probably have something posted on the Max sites later on. Yeah. But what I know for sure is Sinclair. It, the The idea was Sinclair was going to cancel Ring of Honor. Sinclair has since denied these terms, the, the these uh, allegations, I should say. They are not, in no way, going to uh, you know cancel Ring of Honor. So Ring of Honor is going to be on Sinclair for at least the rest of the year. Yeah. Because I believe that's when their contract is up because they have to restructure and blah, 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 blah. So if it becomes a thing where they come back, cool. If they don't, um, I'm already hearing rumblings of TK buying it. Now, I don't know if that's a 
such a good idea personally and I, and I don't mean to say this in like a negative way I know there's a lot of super 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 die hard hardcore uh, Ring of Honor fans and, and and trust me I've seen the tapes and it's like dude I want to be one of them my guys because like those fans are great mm-hmm. but I feel like if this is where Ring of Honor goes under then that's how it should be Ring of Honor goes under allow the the guys in Ring of Honor to just branch out you know you can get Brody King in AEW and then you got Brody King in, in fucking uh, 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 Malachi Black teaming up again, like oh, fucking give me that. You got the Brit. You could have the Briscoes in AEW. You know they just won the D- GCW World Titles. Add another great tag team to that division. Um, fucking my man Roosh. Fuck, dude. Imagine the goddamn the Los Ignorables of AEW, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? You have fucking Roosh and my and goddamn Andrade in there. Like, are you kidding me? Like, just, you're building a stable. Laredo Kid would be on the way. Fucking Puma King would wrestle there. You get to see my man Cheeseburger. Like, I know the idea of, like, the absorption, if you will, of AEW, of Ring of Honor into AEW is probably, like, the first thing people think of. And I don't see how that's a negative thing. And now I'm not going to go sucking up every goddamn WWE guy there's ever been. But... And AEW is or uh, uh, Ring of Honor is way different because Ring of Honor is a completely different breed of dudes. These are not a whole shit ton of former WWE guys. These are guys that have been on the indies forever and have made their name in this company. And it's like perfect. Let's fucking do it. I fucking love it, man. Mm. Jay Lethal back on Impact. Sign me up. It, it's great for the other companies, um, but I mean. To be honest, Ring of Honor's been dying a slow death for like five years. Like, well, they it, it it's hard when when all your big stars go on to the bigger companies. Yeah, WWE took all the main eventers and they just never really replaced them. I mean, they've they've tried, but like, there's some great yeah, talent they, in Ring of Honor, but people just don't really get it. Yeah, exactly. They don't get it. And then on top of that, not not to be that guy, but to, to be a little on the truthful part of it all, um, is is AEW took a lot of Ring of Honor fans. Yeah. You know, because you took a lot of Ring of Honor guys. You took SCU. You took Colt Cabana. You took, uh, you know, the Bucks and all those guys. You know what I mean? So it's you. there was a, pl- a, plethora, a plethora of people from, you know, Ring of Honor that were heading over that way. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be more signing you know, from Ring of Honor to AEW. Now, how soon? I don't know, but I'm I'm really hoping that some like key people are going to show up because this just the fucking place is going to go bananas. I need I need. There's so many people from Ring of Honor. I need an AEW. So many. <laughs> uh, I think people got into this mindset of you know why would I watch Ring of Honor when we got Daniel Bryan on WWE, CM Punk, you know. Adam Cole in New Japan, Cody in New Japan. Yeah. All the big stars were spread out. It was like, oh, Ring of Honors, you know, kind of just trucking along and like their biggest guy for the longest time with like Jay Lethal. Yeah. It was like, we got Jay Lethal, we got Shane Taylor, and people was like, eh. Eh, but why? Give him a chance. Yeah. I mean, hell, I love the Briscoes. Oh. And they, the, the Briscoes' popularity died off something fierce. Yeah. It just, it happens. Like, obviously, last year didn't help. Um, 
they no. never seemed to recover from that. Which Toby which is amazing because Impact somehow did. Yeah, that's weird. But I also think Impact took a great big turn and they and they wanted to do a lot of change and they started to do change and they they made everything different. They they really went full bore into like let's we gotta we gotta be different. We gotta try to be something different. In, I mean Impact also didn't stop taping, they just used the MT arenas. I don't know why Ring of Honor did stop That's taping. It. Like why 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 didn't Ring of Honor just do empty empty shows? NWA did empty arena shows. I think what it was is they probably couldn't find an arena that would hold them constantly. Yeah. And I don't think they really have a dojo like that. I, I don't know. There's, there's probably a, a, a plethora of reasons. It, it's just. But I get it. Very much so. But uh, all right. Now, it's uh, one of my favorite times of the week. It's the geek of the week. Play the jingle. Yeah. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy proceed. He's a one-man, no-cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil-neck geek. Pencil-neck geek. All right, who is it? Okay, so the, oh, that's that's the problem. There's a fucking list this week. So on NXT, as much as I, again, enjoyed the show, the fucking Joe Gacy's on the fucking list for Geek of the Week. Yeah, uh, goddamn... Goddamn fucking Joe. Oh, fuck. What the fuck's this stupid ass name? Robert, uh, who the fucking wannabe TK looking motherfucker? Uh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Robert Stone? Robert Stone. <laughs> Robert Stone, another geek on the fucking list with his stupid Dracula outfit, and then immediately set himself up to be choke slammed the second you put your fucking hand on somebody's shoulder. You, sir, are a geek. Um, whoever booked the main event to not have a title change. Geek. Um, and who else was a geek? Oh, and because I said it on both episodes of uh, the last two episodes of Retro Rewind, Nick Patrick is officially the geek of the century. Oh, okay. What did Nick Patrick do? But that should be a given. What, what did Nick Patrick do this what, week in history? What didn't he do? Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, so um, okay, so we did. I did two shows, but the biggest one I'm going to bitch about is, um, is Halloween Havoc. So he's and this is what kills me because he, he does the tag team match. And so after the tag team match, he not only he, he actually really didn't do too much in that one. But the thing that fucking made it so bad is the Harlem Heat ended up winning after using a not the Harlem Heat. The Outsiders won after beating uh, after taking Colonel Parker's cane and hitting Booker T with it. And fucking Nick Patrick kind of saw it. Didn't say shit. Fucking counts the three. And then helps Scott Hall to the back. And I'm like, oh, you're an ultimate fucker. <laughs> and then literally the next match, the ref gets knocked out. Hebner gets knocked out. And it has a uh, fucking, in comes a bunch of referees. And Nick Patrick slides in. And he's going to fucking count out Hogan. And he just does this giant one, two. And then, oh, my fucking neck cramps. And, like, and I'm like, I fucking hate it. It makes me fucking absolutely mad. And then I said it perfectly. As fucking Hogan's going to pick up the win, this guy fucking hits the floor like, you know, what did I say? No, he said he fucking slid in there like weirdos into ladies' DMs and counted the three like it was going out of style. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this, it just 
drives me bananas. That it's like you can fucking do all this extra shit for the NWO, but it's like, oh, my fucking neck cramp. And I'm like, and this guy's been in a neck brace for like five weeks. Just fucking geek of the century. Wow. Geek of the century. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, Nick Patrick is uh, was a fucker. Absolute fucker. Uh, wrestler of the week. I think I know who I'm going to give it to. But let me play the music first. So this this probably would have been very different if I hadn't watched Halloween Havoc, which I guess uh, if I'd have stuck to just boycotting. Uh, NXT 2.0, I would have had a tougher time picking the rest for the week. Even though there were some no. banging matches um, on AEW with uh, B-Dry and Dustin Rhodes and Cody and Malachi. Ah, just for the pure moment, I think I'm going to give it to Mandy Rose. Hey, all right. Like I said, and we've said, she, she's come a long way and that was a great moment for her. Um She's really, really improving. Big time. I mean, you're not going to get an argument from me. I, I don't. I don't hate. I don't hate it. I mean, I think there could be some other people, but hey, Mandy is a great fucking choice because the real because the reality is is yes, she has come fucking leaps and bounds from where she was and to where she is now. So, fuck yeah, well deserved. Um, so a little, little bit more of a factoid before we go anywhere. Kenny Omega this week became the longest reigning AAA Mega Champion ever. He's uh, AAA. 740 days today. God damn, Kenny. What was, what was the previous longest reign? I think it was uh, 735. Yikes. So he just beat the record this week. Uh, that was held by El Texano Jr., Oh, of course it is. <laughs> Fucking goddamn Tejano. Ah, all right. There we go. Well, well, at least he didn't pull a Jeff Jarrett with it 83 days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And zero defenses. Yeah, fuck that guy. All right. Okay. Yeah, he's only defended it five times in those 740 days. But, I mean, he's a busy guy. He's held, like, three different world titles in the last year. And we... <laughs> Exactly. And they're too busy, you know, taking care of ghosts because they ain't scared of no ghosts. Oh. How, yeah, how did we gloss over that? What a great finale to Dynamite. Jeez. <laughs> what the fuck? It was pretty fucking awesome. Goddamn. Uh, fucking he, John Silver is Bambi. Just wow. kills me. Just the fact that you're this giant little man and you're like, fuck it, I'm going to be Bambi. Yeah. Great shit. <laughs> great shit. And he got the win. He got the pin in the match, which is he great. He got the pin. Goddamn Hangman is the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Oh, that reveal was great. I that whole that whole ending was just fucking great. This was it. I mean, I meant to come back to this too when um <laughs> when Cutler was revealed. Well, before he was revealed actually, and I think Jr. or um, Excalibur were like, "Is it Vance?" I'm like, "No, Vance is dead. Mox killed him. <laughs> uh, he's super dead, bro. Like, um, that guy is currently being buried right yeah. now." Nah, the reveal was great. Um, 
it's great, great, great to see Adam Page looking so strong. Oh yeah, absolutely love it. And then him, of course, and then him and the Dark Order back together, just chef's mm, kiss, sugar on top. There you go, chef's kiss. Love it. Yes, I get what people may say. That segment in WWE would have been shit on if they were all in like Ghostbusters costumes and you had the marshmallow guy. Yeah, it would have been shit. But on. here's the thing. But here's the thing. How often is a or how often is WWE serious? When as AEW is as serious as they could be, they take this as serious as can be. So one night a year, yeah, they're gonna fucking dress up. They might even fucking pull that shit come like like Christmas. But again, if you know the Bucks, if you know the Elite, this is nothing new. To WWE, yes, we would shit on it because they've never done something like this, and we would only shit on it if it was bad. That's the other thing that people don't always want to put that part in there. We shit on things when it's bad, not just because, oh, well, AEW did that, so I'm going to crap on this. No, I, whatever, it's Halloween, dress up. But was your dressing up bad? Did your dress up lead to shitty matches? Did you look like an idiot in your goddamn Popeye costume or whatever the fuck you're going to wear? Yeah, at least, at least they didn't just show like a random Halloween party backstage and some doofus walking around his Dracula all night. And then get choke slammed like a dork. Right. Dick of the week. But again, this is the, the that's the difference. That's the difference. There's difference. They also took like a goofy segment and turned it into something very serious as soon as uh, Paige came out. Plus, costume aside, the match was solid. Super solid. Always a good main. I mean, Dark Order, great workers. Yeah, pretty pretty sure Evil Uno dressed up as Hangman. <laughs> uh, who was the best God of War? Oh my God, fucking Stu Grayson! Had Grayson my God, bro! Oh man, Stu Grayson. Only and the only reason I say this, and this again, no disrespect, Chopper, please don't come kick my ass. Um, the only reason I say this is because this is not the first time he's dressed up as a Spartan of some sort. So, he worked out fine. No, he looked great, though. Yeah. Oh, oh. Also, crossing. Grayson used the right color paint. There you go, that too. <laughs> Get it right, motherfucker. All right, then. Colors mean everything. So... Now your week is complete. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us at Max Wrestling UK on social media. Thank you, everybody, again on SoundCloud. Great, great, great platform. And our website, as always, is MaxWrestling.net. I've said great a lot this week. I don't know why. I'm turning the fucking tiger this week. It's great. Um, follow us on social media at the Captain Five One Two and at SMR Podnet. So all you pencil neck geeks, better listen up because this is what Moses Marquez has in store for you this week. Right, we got a plenty in store. Dropping later this evening on Thursdays is going to be a super jam packed episode of Bolt Rant. It's going to be a review from the Baltimore game. It's going to be a look into the two most recent signees that we brought in. We brought in a kick returner and a kicker. I will go into depth, talk about them guys, give you PFF grades, the whole nine yards. Then, of course, 
Um, Friday, I'll drop the preview going into the week against the Patriots. Tuesday, or Wednesday, I should say, it's going to drop the recap game. There are two episodes of Retro Rewind already out now. Uh, it is Halloween Havoc from 1996 and episode 59 of Retro Rewind, which is uh, October 21st. So Monday drops October 28th. Uh, that's 1996 if you want to watch along. It's going to be the Fallout episode from Halloween Havoc for Nitro and just a regular old Raw for Raw. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, uh, make sure to catch both of those. And uh, we tried to do something special. I tried to do a thing where it was if we can get to 50 listens in two days, I would drop this episode early, but it didn't happen. So you guys just get it on a Monday. But it's all good. All right. And join us. Max Wake, to see how we make wrestling better. Um, there's no predictions next week, but the week after, we got predictions for full gear, and then the week after that, it's promo series. Let's go. So, go watch some wrestling, then come back and listen to us talk about it. Goodbye, Mwah! and good night. Bye. Practice those promos in the fucking mirror, Chad. You better get good and get good fast. I'm gonna get got.